He's deep cover. Last I heard, he's tracking the syndicate. Uh, yeah, last I heard, he was three over par. Last I heard, sounding like someone torturing kittens. Last I heard, my gym makes money. I heard five. You heard wrong. You heard him. Those were his last words. Last I heard, he'd been defeated again. Last I heard, Joe coaches women's wrestling. Otis is awake? Yeah, last I heard. I heard that. I heard that. Last I heard, he lived around here somewhere. Last time that I heard, you had, uh... Well, 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 welcome back, folks, to another episode of the Last I Heard podcast. Joined here with the two-thirds of the Gridiron Gang, Travis Rankins, Josh Wins, and finally myself, Lee Dempsey, your host, returning for episode 52 and to wrap up week 10 of the NFL with the long as our previews of week 11 in the NFL. Uh, looks into the season, the rest of the season remaining. What teams are going to make it? Will the Packers make a long run for the playoff spot um, for the tight race that so far probably about 12 teams could be in that bubble. There's so many uh, close, close teams sitting on that bubble spot. Not too many uh, standout teams, probably three left um, for their division right now um, to wrap them up. A lot of them, a lot of tight races. NFC East becomes the NFC beast this year. There's a chance that all four teams could be in the playoffs. Uh, Jeff Saturday and Matty Ice uh, shine on Sunday to pull off the terrible-looking Raiders um, who can only just shoot themselves in the foot. Gentlemen, what are your takes on the weekend? Well, first and foremost, um, I just want to say, what is this, week 10? Week 10 this was? Yeah, wrapping up week 10, yep. It took 10 weeks for the Packers to have the box score that I thought they would have had since week one. And not by the score. I'm not talking about the score. I'm talking about when you break down the run-to-pass ratio. Not only that, but Rodgers was under center. We were doing play action. This is the offense I thought we were going to see all year long. And it took 10 flipping weeks to see it. I don't know why that is. I guess I just am glad it's better late than never. I hope that they don't revert back to what they were doing before this. I hope they stick with this game plan that they had where you have 20 passes to 25 passes for Rodgers. And you run the ball about 35 times. And, I mean, look at we won the game. Wasn't always pretty, but we stuck with the game plan, and that was the key. And I'm just really, really happy. Um, on, another, on another note, how about them Raiders, huh? They are looking good, huh? Josh McDaniels, man, is he in trouble or what? Is he already done? Yeah, I saw, I saw a stat line that he's uh... – he started at in Denver as as a head coach. He started six and zero. Oh. Yep. Since, since that point in time, he's seven and thirty as a head coach. Yikes! Woo! That's not going to bode well for your uh, <laughs> for your future. Jeff Saturday has a better winner percentage. The guy's never even been a coach before. He's one and all oh, hundred a thousand percentage points and. All them pundits. Yeah, that's another thing I really, really want to get into today is all these pundits are, how dare you hire Jeff Saturday? How dare you? He's never done blah, 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 blah. And it's not even like 
I could see okay, maybe former players saying this or coaches saying this. I, I I'll respect your guys' opinion, but the media, the way that they handled it, was like it was the worst thing they'd ever seen, and just like telling someone how to run their business. says recording on my end here. Uh-oh. Lost him. Rut row. That's no good. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Did you have your fair share of cocktails at the game? Oh, absolutely. That's I, good. I probably had like, I don't know, 12 beers. Not at the game, but like throughout the day. Yeah. Couple of That's shots. not terrible. Yeah, I didn't have a hangover the next day. It was like the right amount where I wasn't like too hammered or anything and still remember the game and didn't do anything stupid. Perfect. And, you know, it was good. It took out. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> a, easier. The better crowd right? around us this time where I could be more myself. It wasn't like That's a family good. crowd this time. Later games, you, you should just... have that where it's it's better. Where the noon games, you might get the older crowd that's like, yeah. Did you, do you usually go off like StubHub or how do you find your ticket? No, I got uh, my buddy Tim. They got season tickets. I've been going with him since like I don't know, two thousand six. Nice. It's pretty. So does he? pretty good deal so you so you get different people ending up around you is what you're saying you're in the same spot yeah so they're like the people below us usually we know usually who they are but they always sell their tickets so like when they're there i know who they are but a lot of times it's newer people or behind us it's different people even on the side of us it's a lot of times different people but like we know the people who actually hold the seats but then when it's other people it's like yeah you know Yep. All right, we're going yep. again. Um, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Start all over. No, um, trying to think where you just left off, Travis. I uh, left off right when I was talking about the pundits and Jeff Saturday. Yeah, uh, start with Saturday again. So, all the pundits think that this was just an egregious move that telling him how to run his business. And I, I don't understand how how that's that's even logical. Like, why are we getting mad that Jeff Saturday was the coach by by these people in the media? Where, let me ask you this: um, Have there been presidents who've ran for office who never were in office before? I know that other people have said this on Twitter and bullshit like that, but isn't that true? Or what about broadcasters? What about Tom Brady? Has he ever had any experience? Broadcasting, and he already has a contract, and he's not even a broadcaster yet. What about that? I mean, you can say this in any profession or anything. It's just like, of course, it's who you know and what your relationships are, and that that's part of it. It's just it's the way of life. Life ain't fair all the time. It's good to know people. Like, I, I just – I don't get how they thought it was such an egregious move. Like, he didn't know what football was and whatnot. And it's just funny that he was ripping on the Raiders the week before on TV. And then he gets to go play him, and he beats him. That is just classic. I don't know if you'll ever see that again. <laughs> I, 
I always think it's interesting. Uh, I listen to this shit way too much with the Miami Hurricanes. It seems to be like overreaction to whatever's going on with the team. Uh, and it's always like everyone, you like you look at the McDaniels hire with the Raiders and everyone is like, that's a great hire. Like he's done so well in New England. And then he gets there and lays an egg. You, I mean, there's so many hires every year that are terrible. Maybe you look at them on paper, it makes sense. But if it doesn't gel or if they don't inspire the team or get the buy-in, then it doesn't work. So I just think it's uh, media in general tends to overreact to all these situations. And really, the only thing that matters is what's happening in the locker room and can he engage the guys. And they play better than they have all season. So there's something to be said to that. They have half their team on IR too. Um, so I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Uh, I haven't heard anything since, but I, I, ha- I don't usually listen to like ESPN or anything. Uh, so we'll see if their narrative changes, if he, if he does better, but I'm sure they won't say anything and it'll just be like, look at this guy type of reaction versus we were wrong. Um, but I, I, I don't know. It's one game, but I do think it's just interesting that they, uh, thought it was the worst hire in the world. And clearly that wasn't the case. I mean, we can't judge it after one game or anything. And he might just, he might still suck and whatever, but for them to like, just, I just don't understand why you got to be so critical of it when maybe what, if they lose, who cares? They were losing anyway. So it's an interim head coach. It's not like he's the head coach now. He might be, maybe, but I, I do like the way he speaks and the way he talks and like, it's someone that I think I could play for. And like, just the way he, you know, goes about his business and the way he spoke on ESPN. And even when you listen to him in the locker room already, like, I just feel like, He's got that presence. You know, he's a leader of men, like he said. And he, he knows what to say. He knows about football. Um, but, yeah, the, there's a Joy Taylor from Fox. She was just going off about it again today. Oh, my God. She's really mad because it's not a black head coach. And it's just like, why are we even talking about that? Why can't we just why, – why does everything got to be about that? It's just so stupid. Um, but then you also hey, have you never- Pat McAfee, on the other hand, today, where <laughs> – He's all making fun of Joe Thomas because he was really critical of the move. And now he's going hard at Joe Thomas. And I'm seeing the little Twitter banter between Joe Thomas and him. And, yeah, he was just giving him the business about how, oh, yeah, such a terrible move. Well, he's 1-0. and Oh, can't be that bad. Blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of funny to see that today. And then you had Aaron Rodgers on the podcast today, too, with Not- McAfee. I don't want to turn this into a race, racial podcast, but I do think it's interesting. Uh, we don't ever hear the opposite. Like uh, there was, uh, you know how Barstool does like those funny interviews or whatever. And he asked about the, the cornerbacks. Like eat, yeah, like eating ice cream. Yeah, he's asking McAfee, like, name one white cornerback in the league. And he just like smirks and laughs. <laughs> and, and then like he tries to dig into the situation more with the follow-up question. And you could tell he's so uncomfortable <laughs> trying to answer this question. And it's just like, why don't we overact about that? Like, uh, is it on unequal playing field? No. The best player is going to play. The best coach is going to coach. Just shut up mm-hmm. and do your own job. I just – I can't stand that type of stuff. It's just Stephen A talks about it all the time. Just like, dude, just if, – if he's the best candidate, he should get hired. Okay? So – 
if if they're the best cornerback, they should be on the field. Right. I, I promise no one's trying to lose a game. No one, you know, so it's hog wild, but uh, that's what they do to draw ratings, I guess. 100%. I mean, yeah, Saturday coming in, he already knew the culture, the culture there in Indy, you know, he – you know, partially built it, you know, Jim Ursay and him were tight because Saturday is all about that team, all about that building, that city, that culture, that is, you know, um, exactly what was there when, you know, Peyton was there and Saturday was there. It's just, it's, it's been established. So I think just for the fact of, you know, coming in and putting in Saturday into, you know, you might not have the total faith that you're going to win, but that's why he's interim coach. He's not, the you know not cemented as this is the new head coach for the Indianapolis Colts and yeah to see to see him uh thrive and and get the locker room behind him and everything it seemed like at the end of that game like people were there to to back up Saturday and to play hard for him and that's exactly what they did Matt Ryan ran um you know a play longest probably rushing play of his entire career um, and most people didn't even expect him to play again this year, you know. So it's um, yeah. He and he admitted that he wanted to put the best players out there on the field. He wasn't gonna just say, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he spoke to Jim Irsay about it. Like, hey, you mind if we uh, break that whole contract thing where he doesn't play again, you know? So we save this much money, blah blah blah. And he said, because I want the best players on the field, and that's Matt Ryan. So, and Matt Ryan played well. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot about the Colts. Uh, good win for them. I think uh, the Raiders organization is in disarray for how talented that team was on paper to start the year. But, um, yeah, Derek Carr all emotional after the game about Oakland. Kind of makes me lead into what we thought last week. Maybe he doesn't end up coming back or something crazy. The, um, the only problem with that is I don't think that they can. They can't get rid of him only because they're still paying John Gruden. And now if you fire this guy, you're going to be paying two coaches plus another coach now. Right. No way. They, I don't I don't think they can do anything. I think they're stuck. Like they're going to have to just have them it. for a while and, and see if it blossoms. Man, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got that's Derek Carr tough. crying and – in the press conference after the game, yeah. questioning people's That's heart. Right. I wonder who he's talking about. I really want to know. Because this ain't the first time he's brought up shit like that. So if you're going to do it again, I mean, I want I want names, damn it. I want to know who's who you think's dogging it. I do wish people would call each other out a little bit more and just be, like, uh, honest about it. Like, I uh, watched Primetime on 60 Minutes a few weeks ago, and I just loved how he, he's, like, he didn't give a shit. He said what he wanted to say. And they're like, they asked him, hey, if someone, if a Power Five conference offered you a job, would you take it? Yes. Yes, I probably would take it. Uh, <laughs> Did he really like say he, that? Yeah. He's like, I would have to, have, absolutely, I would consider it. I, I mean, I would be silly not to. And it's just like, okay, thank you for telling the truth. Right. Like, mm-hmm. that's, I just wish some of these players would call, like, okay, whoever it is on the Raiders, like obviously they don't, I mean, every draft pick they've had since like the last four years has either been cut or traded at this point. Uh, It's absolutely terrible. They're drafting and 
I don't know if it's those players. I don't know if it's coaches. I don't know who it is, but there's a cancer within that organization over the last few years here. It's funny you say that about uh, people being honest, though. I will say Rodgers after the game, he was pretty honest when they asked him about LaFleur yeah. or what he said to LaFleur or whatever. And he's like, he was like talking about the sequence. He's like, what play that made you mad? He's like, uh, pretty much every fucking play. <laughs> And then after he said on the McAfee show that LaFleur was, like, just staring at him during the press conference, and then after the press conference, he followed him off, and then they had a heart-to-heart talk and shit like that. Like, it wasn't like they were mad at each other. He's like, he, he was kind of ripping them on, like, hey, man, what the fuck are you saying that for? Blah, 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 like, but in joking, but, yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah. You can see a lot of that now. I don't know if they're accidentally catching on camera, but the amount of F-bombs that I saw on camera this past weekend. Oh, yeah. I was like... Jeez, Jalen like, Hurts last between, night too. I saw they do it in slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah, it's always in slow motion, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, All right, well, thank you, for thank you for talking. making it very easy for us to tell what they were saying. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, good thing we didn't uh, bet on our picks last week, by the way. Man, rough week across the board for mm. that. Yeah, man. Uh, we uh, we did not do too well. well um, I, bet, I did bet but, on the Dolphins. I did bet on the Titans. And the ones where it's there you go. Me were the, uh, the Dallas and the Seahawks. So I was really 50-50. So just lost juice, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. The the best we did in the pickums was 50%. And uh, – yeah, so pretty I'll probably just get into it. I mean, we'll we'll break down a little more. Probably uh, definitely the Vikings Bills game. Um, so I went seven for fourteen. Um, my my lone pick'em of the Bucks over the Seahawks uh, got helped me get there. Travis, uh, we had we had no lone wolves last week. Um, but you do believe that you said the commies. I don't know. So I, 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 I don't know. I don't care. I can review it. I can nah, review it if fine. need be. We'll just we'll go with Eagles. I don't okay. know. I have it crossed. I don't know what happened on my sheet. I don't I had know. Eagles by eight. I think I, I wrote down for you. I probably so, put that too. Um, I, would, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I bet on the commies though. So but they were plus oh, 11. Okay. Well, maybe that is what They were plus thinking. 11. That's probably what I meant when I wrote it down. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, Travis. Since you didn't go lone wolf though at all, you went six for fourteen. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> and uh, say that six and eight. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah, six for six for fourteen. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Um, six and and then Winch. Yeah, I know. I I just want to make it sound worse though. Um, so and then <laughs> Winch went seven for fourteen as well with his lone pick of the Steelers over the Saints. So, right now, we have third place with Travis at 86, second with myself at 87, wah, wah, and wah. Josh at 88. All right, I'm so, going to back up this week, boys. Fuck you all. It's still tight. We're coming. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're coming. That's right. Anytime TJ Watt's playing, I'm picking those boys. Yeah, I um, man, I didn't think it was going to happen this time, but just time and time again, he proves otherwise. Um Absolutely. Um, I don't know. 
there's particular parts of any other games that you want to break down other than the Vikings and Bills, which we'll get to. I want to save that for the last of the week. I mean, Green Bay. I'll just, just because maybe, maybe I'll pick a few here. Okay. Uh, Dolphins, I think, have the most explosive weapons in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that between Mostert, Wilson, uh, the, the wideouts they got, Gesicki's even getting involved. That offense is Tua hasn't lost when he started and finished a game this year. Um, they they look good. Uh, the Bears fields fields turned back the clock there a little bit uh, in the fourth quarter. Decided to give that game away. Good win for Dan Campbell, first road win since he's been head coach there. Two in a row. Uh, so happy, happy yep. for him. I hope hope it continues and uh, he can stay around one more year. Hopefully, get a quarterback or some more defense on that team, but good to see him win. Um, the Giants with my lock of the week. Thank you for uh, kicking the Texans' ass, um, but somehow keeping it close as they always do. Uh, the Chiefs, uh, Kadarius Tony. I just hope he becomes the next Tyreek Hill for fantasy mm-hmm. purposes. And uh, the rest of them don't really care about other than the 49ers. I think are going to the NFC Championship. Okay. Um. Uh, the Dolphins. Funny you say that about Tua and uh, how he hasn't lost a game. I should have sent you a video of all of these pundits talking so much smack about Tua all off season, even last year, all the way leading into this season even the first couple weeks of this season and they were just ripping on him and he's got like the best stats of any quarterback in like the pocket. I think it was or something like that. I'm not exactly sure on the stat. I should be better prepared. My bad, but it was something ridiculous, but he's literally playing almost like the best football of anybody in the national football league. And it's just funny that they said he couldn't throw it deep and he's throwing it deep and he's finding his receivers no problem. And they were all just yeah. like ripping him. A new one saying, I would want anybody but Tua. He's a middle of the backpack quarterback, da, 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 da. And, you know, personally for me, I was on always the side of, I didn't see enough yet. Like, it's like Jordan Love right now. Not even like that because we, we at least saw a little bit of Tua. But it's like, you know, I don't know. I still didn't, like, I wasn't like saying, yep, he's definitely bad. I wasn't saying, yep, he's yeah. good. I was just like, I need to see a little bit more. Now, if he would have struggled this year, then I would have probably been like, okay, I I don't see it. But Josh Allen, it took a while too. Like these things take time and people just want quarterbacks just to be good instantly. Like Patrick Mahomes was like, it doesn't, that's not normal. Like look at Aaron Rodgers. He didn't even play for the first three years because he had Brett Favre. I'm not saying he couldn't play, but, and when he did come into those games, he was not good. So that's just one thing I see there. Um, as far as uh, the Bears go, um, I think they got something in Justin Fields. I don't know. He's an athlete. He is a freaking athlete. And I can't believe I'm I saying this right now. But I told you, man. If he can, if he can throw, learn to throw the ball a little bit, man, it could exactly. be deadly. I think that's the – the biggest caveat of it all, man. Like, I still don't trust him throwing the ball entirely. Granted, he's on the fucking Bears. But running the ball is not enough to me. I mean, great. You're doing what Lamar did his first year, and you're in your whatever year now. Like, it's 
That's what throw I was just the, you gotta throw the damn ball. It's like, like figure it's like it that out. Play he had where they were up or whatever and about to take a two score lead maybe, and he threw a fucking pick six. Like you can't. Th- that was just such a bad throw. Like you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you on that aspect. But if he can, man. Oh, the, oh the, yeah. The, the, the possibilities are endless. Um, He's gonna be a dog. Do you think he can become Lamar in two two years or so? If they can, I think he could. If they can keep running this style offense, yes. They need to get probably another playmaker for him, um, because I don't even think actually the the Ravens have a playmaker for Lamar really. So, um, yeah, I think he could be. Um, one other takeaway I had though, also uh, reevaluating the MVP argument, guys. Um, Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. He's the most consistent player in the league, week in, week out. He literally is on autopilot half the time. I swear to God, he is just so good. I love him. And then you got Josh Allen. Now he's being compared to Brett Favre. So, I don't know, man. Josh Allen makes some pretty boneheaded plays. And then he's fucking fumbling in the end zone. Yeah. I don't know. Um, he had three turnovers for himself that game. So, I'm just going to say it right now. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP. Um, week 10, stamp it. He's going to win the MVP. I don't think any of us picked him, did we? Nope. No. No. I no, picked had, uh, Justin Herbert. That's not going to happen. That's what you had. Yep. Uh, once you pick Lamar and I pick Josh Allen. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, one more. It's probably uh, Commanders. Patton. Commanders. Yeah. What a win last night, huh? Taylor Heineke coming out and balling. Yes. Getting the best play of the game where he kneeled and he just oh, gets a little personal foul. I mean, I probably shouldn't have been called. It's the right call because it's the point. It's the call, but eh, right. I mean, there was no malicious intent. But you talk, I just you feel talk like about you should Brett be able Favre. to make judgment calls. What do you think? You you talk about Brett Favre. That's that's him. That's a little spirit <laughs> animal. There. Yeah. Yep. It really is. Um. So hey, good win wow. for the Commanders. I gotta. Got to get my hats off to them, even with their shit going on with their organization. They're still finding ways to win games and put that shit um, in the rearview mirror and and not worry about whatever they're saying on the outside with Dan Schneider. Um, now the Packers. How about that game, guys? That was pretty good, huh? So I didn't get to see a lot of all the other games, but I'll tell you what, this Green Bay Packer Dallas Cowboy game that was a pretty damn good one. Um, I talked that about was a classic Patrick Cowboy game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I just love the fact that I didn't even know this until I got home after the game, but I saw in the fourth quarter, they showed a stat that said Dallas Cowboys are 195 and oh, when um, leading by 14 points going into the fourth quarter and uh, another 195 and one baby one. And guess who that one is against? It's McCarthy McCarthy. This is so funny. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Um, the fact that he was smashing his headset too. Oh God, I didn't get to see it in real time, but got to see it after the game. That was fucking fantastic. Now, as far as the game goes, let's break this down here. Aaron Rodgers was fourteen and twenty for two hundred twenty-four yards, three touchdowns. All three touchdowns came on play-action plays. You had Aaron Jones, twenty-four carries. I think that's the most he's had in maybe a year and a half. I don't know, but it's twenty-four carries. I haven't. I didn't even know this was possible. 138 yards, 5.8 yards a carry, had a touchdown, even said hold my dick on one of them. 
A.J. Dillon, 13 carries, 65 yards for 5.0 per rush, man. This is the Packers, like I said, that I thought we were going to see. I can't believe it took 10 weeks. I don't know why it took 10 weeks. It makes me question what the fuck people think in that organization because, like, it's not that hard. It's not rocket science. Like, why does everybody try to get be smarter than than the next person? Like, just because someone else knows it's smart doesn't mean you can't think it's smart, too. Like, you don't have to have new ideas. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Um, Christian Watson, what a fucking – Breakout performance, three touchdowns, four catches, 107 yards. Even more impressive is that he had two drops to start the fucking game back to fucking back. And they said, nope, we're coming back to you. Be ready. And guess what? He was fucking ready. Love it, love it, love it. Three touchdowns, not one, not two, but three with a backflip in there. Man, that guy, if he can fucking get right and stay healthy, Sky's the limit. I know everybody's been dogging him. I've been dogging him. I haven't really, like, said anything, like, really, really negative about him because he's not on the field, so I can't really say that. You got to catch the fucking ball in that week one, and maybe the season's all different. I don't know. Maybe that's why they fucked up. I don't know. But bottom line is he can play, that we know that now. And he just gotta, he's just got to make sure he's, he's mentally in the game to start, catch those easy ones. Now, though, this this gives him a lot of confidence, I feel like, and sky's the limit, and I, I'm feeling real good about where we're at. Four and six, going in to Thursday night against the Titans. I, I got a good feeling if we can win this game, have 14 days to just reset or 12 days to reset. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel really, really good about maybe making a run. I think if the Packers get to nine or ten wins, they have a chance to make the playoffs. I think ten for sure. 10 would do it. Nine. Um, yeah, but, 9, yeah. I think you're going to have to rely on other teams to fuck up in Week 18. You know, you're going to be like, this guy's got to beat this guy, these guys beat this guy, right? blah, 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 and it's down the line. Yeah, exactly. So, because, I mean, yeah, with last year being the first 17-game uh, um, schedule, it was 10 wins for, for the last spot uh, for all the wildcard teams. Um yeah, man. I mean, yeah, like you said, you got the Titans on Thursday. Then you're in Philly against the Eagles. Um, Winnable then you're game. Chicago. Winnable game. Yeah. Um, yeah, Eagles now definitely show that, you know, they're beatable. Um, Bears, yeah, uh, Rodgers owns them. Uh, Rams in Green Bay, that should be a cakewalk. Dolphins is going to be tough as shit on Christmas Day. Uh, Vikings in Green Bay, I think that'll be a tough one for you then. And Lions in Green Bay. Um, uh, if, if, if they play, obviously like they did yesterday, line should be a cakewalk. Um, so possibly two losses in there, you know, that I think are really realistic. May, well, maybe three, I guess. I yeah. Mean, so, I mean, Eagles, Dolphins, and Vikings, week, I think are the toughest. Before last week though, we were probably thinking maybe two wins. So. Right. We well, don't 100%. Know. We just don't and, know. <laughs> and that, exactly. We got any given Sunday, but um, any given Sunday also gave you losses to the Giants, the Jets, and the Commies, and the Lions. So that's what's really tough. It's like a loss could come at any moment, and a win could come at any moment. We just don't know with the Packers. Well, what I do love. But this gives hope. Is that it shows that we can score over 30 points, which is good. That's a win. That's a win. Right. Yes. And one more shout out uh, to uh, what's it, Rudy Ford, man. 
what the? We just signed this guy to be a special team player, and he comes in in two picks. Man, he was reading it. One of them I did call, not going to lie, at the game. we I think we had to turn over or whatever. They got down to like the eight, and I'm like, I just feel like we're going to turn the ball over here. I feel like Dak's going to make a mistake. Next play, fucking pick. Let's go, baby. It was huge. It was a great atmosphere. Got to sit next to a couple of Dallas fans, rubbing in a little bit. Oh, man, what a great win. Uh, best week of the year. This one was circled on the calendar all year. This is the one you want to win, even if we suck. We did. At least we can be happy for a week and, well, actually four days, and we'll see. But yeah, <laughs> just overall great win. Um, now let's talk a little bit. Or Josh, you got anything to add to that game? Uh, you, I was, I guess one of the takeaways I had in that game, uh, too, uh, I was shocked how much Dallas targeted Jair. I don't know if they saw, thought they saw something on film or what the case was. I don't think I've seen Jair targeted more all season than in that game. Um, and he showed out, I think Dak is just way overhyped. Um, Mm -hmm. any big game, he looks like Kirk Cousins used to look like. (laughs) Um, like it's just atrocious. Like the, those throws that he made, it, those were not, I mean, those are not pretty plays. Um, yeah, I, I think it was awesome. The Packers got the running game going. That's what they should have been done doing all season. Uh, Watson finally showed up, which is fun to see. Um, thought it was cool. I mean, their defense didn't play obviously great to give up 28 points. Technically made- I would say 21 Amari Rogers with that fucking fumble. So yeah, he's he's gone. Yeah, so yeah. Breaking news: he's gone. Um, but I mean, like you said, to have some people step up that haven't been in that role or haven't played much all year, I think shows promise and shows that they do have some life left in the tank. So long season still to go. I mean, we're still we got week eleven now, an extended NFL season. Uh, it's going to come down to those last week or two probably of the season. Uh, it's better than that top five pick we were talking about last week <laughs> and always good to uh, beat someone uh, coming back home in McCarthy and always good to beat the Cowboys. So uh, sweet, sweet victory Monday. And I know, I know a lot of people that were at the game um, enjoyed it and had a fun time. And so that's always good for the state. Yep. Yeah. It was crazy uh, here, hearing that pop. Um at the end of that game, uh, just the crowd going. Um, I just had it playing, like, on my phone in my lap. Um, and just, yeah, just to hear that roar was uh, it's pretty cool. You know, it's it's been pretty damn quiet there in Green Bay, I think, uh, all year. So, um, yeah, I think I think that pop of the crowd is, is always something magical as hell. Um, usually it doesn't come that way just because games don't end a lot of times that way. Um what, let me ask you yeah, this, the way that with the way that ended. Uh, I mean, it's, this question has been going around the, the media and that. Um, what did you guys think of McCarthy's decision to go for it on fourth down? Uh, in the- I love it. I go for it every time. Hundred percent, and I. It was a great <laughs> testament. This has been said over and over and over again uh, this week uh, already. But um, knowing that you got Aaron Rodgers and you still respect him, you know, you're not putting down his capability of what you've seen so far this year. You know, that's still in him. He's still that dog where he could come down and beat you. So yeah, put it, put everything on the line. I love it. I agree. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even think that should be a discussion. I, I don't know why people would question that. Um, 
okay kicks a field goal. It still doesn't do like I hate kicking field goals in overtime in the regular like it does absolutely nothing. You 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 basically just say, okay, now the other team's gonna go for it on fourth down the whole drive. Yeah, but right. I I don't love I don't love kicking field goals if you're going first in overtime. Agreed. Nope. 100%. And uh, to carry that notion, we'll go to the Vikings at the Bills. Um, man, this was the most terrifying game of the year uh, for me as a Vikings fan. Um, man, it started off kind of slower, um, doing classic Viking things where you, uh, you score first drive and then you uh, give up points um, like crazy in the first half. But also, uh, in the Viking fashion, uh, at least of this year, you stop the team in the second half, and your defense shows up, and your offense also shows up when it matters. Um, Coming back from uh, 17-point deficit uh, going into basically the fourth quarter, and and all the drama, you know, we had – what, three uh, scoring reviews within probably 30 seconds of gameplay. So it was absolutely nauseating. Um, (laughs) Some absolute awful calls and no calls by the refs um, wanted me to pick up the chair that I was sitting on and toss it at the TV, Um, holding on a receiver um, that led to Kirk's uh, first um, interception. Um, 12 men on the field against a fourth down um, plunge for the end zone and um, and Gabe Davis's uh, catch um, in overtime to uh, or right before overtime to take it to overtime um, yeah the the 12th man is probably the one that bugs me the most um, even Kirk's uh, interceptions uh, of that game were were gross um, they shouldn't have been there but Amazing. Outdone.
I forgot to mention this when we were doing the Packers thing. Uh, best moment of that game that I saw was Rodgers fucking throw that block. See, I didn't even fucking see it. That was no, awesome. I, uh, man. Um, yeah, so we're back uh, for the third time. Uh, so, yeah, um, Jefferson. Jefferson, uh, yeah, like I said, does a slant, comes in. They call it initially a touchdown uh, upon further review. They call it back. His knee was down uh, just inches before. They make moves to dive in on the end zone with a QB sneak. And sure enough, Kirk doesn't get in. They, they, they called it a no touchdown. So the review, basically impossible to see where the ball is that entire time. So I don't blame them for not overturning it by any means. But shit, that was frustrating as can be. And then which leads to the turnover on downs, which leads to Josh Allen fumbling the ball. Bad snap, fumbles the ball. I I think everyone believed it was probably a safety. Everyone hoped it was going to be a safety at least, you know. That was best case to get the ball back. Um, One timeout, maybe no timeouts at the time. Yeah, just just an absolute wild like 30 seconds of, of football right there where it was just ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs. But yeah, uh, Eric Kendricks grabs that ball. It's a touchdown. But I was disappointed with the Vikings defense on on that last drive where they let Josh Allen get down the field and they kicked that uh, field goal to tie it up, send it in overtime. And then the Vikings cruise down the field, easy as can be. And they ended up being forced to kick a field goal in overtime. And I thought, shit, here we go. We're going to lose it all here. Even though my entire mentality that entire game was – I just want to compete with this team to know that we are legit. I want to know that we can score against a good defense and and our defense can play against good offense. And they did exactly that and more, uh, especially with Patrick Pearson getting the pick to seal the game uh, in the end zone off a, a play that he said he had seen and read 100 times. You know, he's very familiar with that, that scheme. And, man, it the, the old vets are just – dominating this year for the Vikings defense. Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson, killing it. I love it. I love it, and I think we can beat anybody now. Put anybody on the field. I'm ready for them. They're my lock of the year. What? What? <laughs> lock of the year, what? Was that, was yes. that a, was that a I'm picking them. prediction? 
I'm not going to say that, but at least for the regular season, I'm picking them every single week. All right, then we'll find All right, No ifs, ands, or buts. I like it. They lose three in a row. I still got to pick them. It is, I'm stamping it down right now. I got to pick them the rest of the year. I won't do it anymore. Yeah, that, uh, I think we were snapping each other during the game, but that Justin Jefferson's a bad man. He's bad. I think he's probably the best receiver I've seen since Kelvin. Uh, best performer. I mean, when Kelvin put up, I think it was like 330 yards, probably damn near a decade ago, probably now. But uh, I was like, wow, this guy's just unstoppable. And then I watched Jefferson in that game, and everyone, I mean, you knew where the ball was going to go, and they still couldn't stop him. And that catch was absolutely insane. To be, yeah. You look at the angles of how he, I mean, to catch, he caught it like this, brought it in, like just absolutely incredible. To rip it out of a two hand pick, too. Like, and not let it hit the ground while you're doing that and rolling over is just something else. I actually thought Allen was I I knew when the I thought I didn't think Cousins got in, but it was hard to tell because the angle sucked on that shot. Right. But once they said it wasn't a, a touchdown, I was like, something bad is going to happen here. I just had a feeling that Allen was going to fuck it up, or the not that there was going to be a fumble and they were going to recover it, but I at least thought it was going to be a safety. That's and, what I thought. And and then they would get a chance to to win it. Then uh, I still like the whole um, some of the officiating stuff just was terrible in, early on in that game, especially. And then like the whole Gabe Davis thing, I have no idea why they didn't stop that that play. And they didn't even hurry really after that play to like get the play off the next right. play. And the Vikings can't do anything; you can't challenge it. But it's like. I would want to look at that. A guy diving out of bounds to make yeah. a catch. Uh, seems like one you should probably take a look at um, amongst everything else they did in that game. But that's, I mean, I expected the Bills to get a chance to kick that field goal. They did. Um, cool to see Pat Peterson make so many plays this year. And Harry, both of them have uh, been instrumental. I like both guys a lot. It was. I heard something about Pat Peterson uh, this past week, just about his film study and uh, how intense he is about re- uh, getting in and diagnosing plays. And to see someone who's that experienced still putting in time and effort into, he's like, I knew the play when they lined up in the formation that they did. And that's the shit that Ray Lewis used to be able to say is like, yeah, I knew based on the formation and set they were in what play was coming. So it's obviously a hell of a lot easier to diagnose and make the play then. Uh, I think that's uh, something that people forget about. All of these people want rookies or people who are up and coming. But you, to have that experience and to have them prove themselves is is cool to see for the Vikings. Uh, hell of a win. And I think you said it best. Uh, to want them to compete and then come out on top in Buffalo is is a hell of a win for them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man, I was ecstatic. No, go ahead, Travis. I didn't, I didn't expect him to win the game, especially when they, when you knew Josh Allen was going to be playing. Um, I will say, there's a little luck, though. There is a little luck that they got. Um, oh yeah. But look at all the bad luck sold. that they still, had go I'm against them. Sold. I still got to see it from them. I still got to keep seeing. It. They had so much bad luck with refing that I'm yeah. like, nah, like it's just their their luck was minuscule. 
to the bad luck that went against him. You know what I mean? So that's that's why I don't think the same that exact same way. And usually I am. Usually I'm exactly like, you know, we squeaked by kind of thing. But for for them to continue to ball out in the second half of games over and over and over this uh, this year, like they're we were just talking about what was it last week of or the week before the Eagles turnover differential and what their defense has done. Um, let's see what they got. Um, total turnovers. Eagles are still the best. They've forced 20 and the Vikings are 18. Like the Vikings defense is balling out on that. The only bad thing is, is the turnovers by cousins this year. Uh, he's just throwing picks where he shouldn't be, but, and that's, and it's just frustrating as hell. He's already got eight this year. But you look at other other teams too. Their their total turnovers uh, on on the offensive side of the ball are just right there or much worse. Um, the Eagles more than doubled their turnovers on offense uh, on Monday night. They went from three to four or, or to seven in one game. So they're only three behind the Vikings and there's only a couple more teams behind the Vikings offensively that have turned the ball over less as well. So, I mean, the that turnover differential is just absolutely insane. And, yeah, if they can just keep that moving out through the rest of the year, I think they're going to just continue to win games. It's huge, man. It really is. You look at, obviously, both those teams are 8-1. and one. Um, That turnover differential is uh, – I don't think really either team gives a ball up with fumbling. It always, uh, although right. the Eagles did last night. Um, usually, it's it's more or less a tip ball or a bad throw that ends up being the, the turnovers. Um, the ball security is huge. Both teams have uh, have done well with that this year, and opportunistic on the defensive side. Some defensive backs that are both veterans in both situations with Slay and Peterson that have kind of led the charge, I would say, amongst the, the groups of uh, being able to create those turnovers. Yeah, I'll just say um, I had a, a bet before the season with someone that the Packers would win the division or the Vikings would. And let's say he let me get out of it uh, for $100 if I paid him on this past week. I was like, yep, here you go. Here's $100. Okay, so <laughs> what I think of the surrendering the North, at least for sure. Um, but yeah, I gotta, I'm always going to think they're going to Viking it though. So we'll see. Yeah. I, I, last week I was definitely more right there with you, but I, I definitely have a little more faith. It's definitely not, I'm not hundred percent, you know, like this is the year kind of thing. Like I, I thought that with the Minneapolis miracle year, if anything, cause it was good. The Super Bowl was in Minneapolis. I was like, that's never happened before at that time that the home team would play in the Super Bowl in their own stadium. And now it's happened twice and they've won back to uh, back. But I up. thought that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. So I thought the first one was going to be the Vikings. I thought that was the year things were just working and, and then they got their shit stomped by the Eagles again. And it's just, it, it was frustrating as hell. But now I, th- I think if the Vikings play the Eagles again tomorrow, you know, I think the Vikings would, would build and not just hold their own. I think I would. How, I would be more, way more confident that they would win. How would you feel if, let's say, you get you get in the playoffs as the two seed, and all of a sudden the number seven seed there sitting, and it's the Green Bay motherfucking Packers, 
and you got to play them week one playoffs. Um, I I would be confident because it would be at home. I think that would be the biggest factor. Uh, the Vikings have been perfect at home so far. Um, only lost one road game, obviously, and so I think I think that would be a huge factor. Um, if it was in Green Bay, at all that I would be a little more nervous. Is still there and could could keep you out of doing anything good. Wouldn't be creeping um, you know, thinking about it in the back of your mind, going, "How are we gonna fuck this one up?" Oh boy. <laughs> It'd be all during the game. It would all just be, you know, how how the game's going at the time, you know, the ebb and flow of the game, and just like, oh, we punted for the third time in a row. <laughs> that would that shit would piss me off, and that's where I would be like, oh, here we go, here it is. I would definitely be saying that. I'm, yeah, I'd be like, we're just giving this away, huh? And um, yeah, and that's not. I I wouldn't say that's not in the back of my mind that the Packers, you know, get into the playoffs and then make that huge run, you know, where they just run the table kind of thing. But I still don't think the like the years where Rogers says relax and then says we're gonna run the table, I don't think he believes that yet. You know? So he he even said on McAfee's like that stuff just comes out I when know, it comes out. And it feels natural. I don't think he feels that way yet. I mean I'm sure he's like, fuck yeah, fuck the Cowboys. I love fucking the Cowboys and we're going to keep doing it. Cowboys and Bears are like his two like trophy games, I feel like, all the time, where he's like, yep, I, I got a great record against them. We're just going to keep it going. And so I think that one means more. That's, but, what, I'm, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm worried about. I hope that he yeah. keeps the game plan, though, the way it's been this last game, mm-hmm. where we didn't need him as much, and we relied on the running game. And he did that because he wanted to beat McCarthy. Yeah. See how right. it's so crazy how motivational he is, and he'll do things the right way when he really needs to. But like, why doesn't he do it all the time? I don't know. It's just weird to me. He's a, he's a, he's a diva. Yeah. He's a weird fucking guy. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's best I can put it. Get on to some picks, huh? Yeah, man. Get on to some picks. Let's do it, guys. Let's move on to week eleven or week. Yeah, week eleven. Holy shit. How many, let me see how many buys we got here. Uh, oh, God. Oh, it doesn't look like anybody too Four teams? Um, yep, four teams. So this has been a smaller one. Thank God. Tired of, tired of having massive games put away. Did you guys? Oh, speaking of which, uh, in the last week though, um, did you guys catch the Germany game? I didn't get to watch a single minute of it. Yeah, so. that's one game. I yeah, I watched the before I got game. ready to get hammered. Yeah. Figured it was. Just uh, wasn't game. wasn't that wasn't that exciting? Other than the uh, Buccaneer, Buccaneers got some running game going for the first time. Started the backup. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah, Seahawks tried to make a comeback at the end. Uh, didn't have enough time. Tommy ran out the clock, and that was about the end of that. Yep. Yep. Figures. I don't know if we lost Travis or what. what up? Right He's here. back. I don't see him. I don't see you. <laughs> I see him. We'll trust that he'll figure it out. What do you mean? We're good. We're all just in bugs. Right now, you're a gray box to me. I don't see you yep. at all. You can hear um, me, though, right? I can okay. hear you at least, yeah. All right. 
So week 11 buys, we got the Jaguars, the Dolphins, the Seahawks, and the Buccaneers. So you better adjust your lineups accordingly. So I have like all Buccaneers, Dolphins, and uh, Jaguars. My whole, literally, my whole fantasy team is just on the bench. <laughs> I got four. I have in the league right now. I have four waiver wires, and they all will start if I get them. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I should pick them up just so I can uh, fuck you over. Um, I am. I'm dropping. Not in our sleeper league. My, oh I'll be right, damn it! I'll be all right there. The only thing that sucks is P.J. Walker isn't starting anymore, so I have no quarterback. Yeah. I was hoping Jordan Love would get some action at some point in his career. <laughs> dude, somebody's going to be trading the farm for him pretty soon. Um, dude, the Matty Ice. I'm so glad I picked that guy up and paid for him. 22 cute. points. He was on my bench, granted. I didn't need him. I got the win anyways. But now that Heineke, they're still not sure what they're going to do, you know, for the commies. Starting, man. There's yeah, no I think he has to, right? I, I would trust him so much more than I do Wentz. He's 3-1. Um, yeah. He's just a fighter, and that's all I want, and that's all I can ask for. So you're going to have, right. you're gonna have, you're gonna have uh, Watson come back here. Yeah. Week I got four quarterbacks right now, and I started the season with uh, one – with uh, the other one being Watson not playing for 11 weeks or th- whatever, awesome. 13 weeks. Yeah, I was pumped. I'm like, holy shit, how'd that work out? I actually had to release two people this week, especially training with you. Oh, my hey, gosh. I was like, win. I have to cut my, like, second tight end, and I only had two. It was a win-win. So It was. Yep, I'm, I'm pretty happy with my team, so – just got to keep them all healthy. That's all I can ask for. All right, moving on to week 11 of the National Football League. Starting off their Thursday night, Titans in Green Bay against the comeback Packers. Oh, man, oh, man. I didn't think I was going to pick the Packers ever again this season. Um, but I'm going to do it this time right here, right now. Um I took a week off from taking the Packers, but uh, we'll take the Packers by six. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I, I can finally see you again, so I think we're all right. We're we're figuring it out. You're um for the first time ever. I. I see you're 100% uploaded. Everyone else has always been like 99 or something, right? But you're 100% right now, so that's odd. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a little bug last week about uploading this fucking podcast. And uh, since we're doing the trying the video thing out, which I, uh, with the errors we've had today, don't know if we'll do it again. Um, but I do think it was my camera probably fucking it up. I had the, uh, the 4K camera instead of my laptop camera, and I think that was just overdoing it. Ever since then, we're, we've made the longest period, I think, so far of recording. No, the other one was a little bit longer. So hopefully, so far, so good. But, yeah, my video will look like shit compared to your guys', so that's fine. Winch, who you got? I'm going to go Packers. Packers. I don't believe in the Titans. I just can't. I think they yeah, have a good too, defense, if- good, good run game. My God, just put 11 guys in the box and make them throw the ball. <laughs> they're, they're, they, their receivers, like, ha, are atrociously the worst receivers in the league. Yeah. 
Just put 11 guys in the box. You should, you should be able to. I would say, you know what the Dolphins did against the Ravens a few years ago, or maybe two years ago, or whatever it was? Literally blitz eight every play and play press man with your corners and have one that was guy. A fun game. That's all I would do. What I mean, what else are they going to do? Moving on. Play. First noon game on Sunday, Bears at the Falcons here. Um, it's in Atlanta. Maybe they'll actually play Cordell Patterson this fucking week because um, they didn't last week for some crazy reason. Um, and Fields is going to run all over the damn place. So it's just who can stop the run at all, period. So with that said, I'm going to pick the Falcons still by three. Damn it, Travis. Uh, I was going to pick the Bears, hoping that was the lone wolf there. Uh <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Bears. I'll give you that one, Lee. Give you the lone wolf. That one makes me the lone wolf. Got one easy peasy. Next game, Eagles at the Colts, man. Saturday's house. Saturday, fucking second game of the year. is already got to go against the Eagles, who are uh, fresh off their loss. I, 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 uh, I'm going to stick with the Eagles here, though. Um, Eagles will improve to 9-1. and one. Eagles by 10. Man, something wants me to pick the Colts, but I can't because I don't, I don't think they have enough defense to stop the Eagles' offense. I do think... If they can, if they can get out a little early, it'll make it interesting. But uh, can't I can't believe in them. I think the Eagles win. <laughs> Eagles offense, I think, is going to be more pissed off because their their defense was on the field that whole goddamn game against mm-hmm. the Commies. This turning the ball over it was just brutal, yeah. brutal, brutal. They're making huge plays, and at the end of the huge plays, turning the ball over, I think, is what the biggest issue was. Yep. It's like, dude, how do you? How do you catch the ball, take off for a few yards, and then drop it? You know, like just insane. Yeah, AJ Next. Green had like, or uh, AJ Brown had like two catches in that game. Yeah, I expect him to just go off this next game. Next game, we got the Jets at the Patriots here, folks. Um, I think history would show that um, Bill Belichick doesn't like the Jets uh, at home. Um, I think. As much as the Jets were cooking for a while here, I think uh, Patriots are going to pull this one off by 10. (laughs) Patriots, Wilson, four picks. He cannot beat this team. Uh, we got the Commanders in tech, uh, against the Texans in Houston, baby. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I got to go with commies. Um, yeah, I'll take the commies by 10. 
Okay. Who's the, who are the skins? <laughs> Shirts for skins. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go commies as well by ten. Uh, I th- saw Young's Chase Young's gonna be back. That D line's already insane. Um, God, yeah. They're just incredible. And Robinson, man, that guy's a fucking monster. He he's he acts like he's a shot out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like it's it? fast as shit. Yeah. Um, out of a cannon. Um, next we got the Rams at the Saints in New Orleans. Um, man, Rams. We, we, Picked the Rams last week, and it did not work out for us. And it's in New Orleans. Saints, though, are just such an iffy fucking team. But I'll stick with the Saints. And I'll go Saints by seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stafford's I don't know what it is. Little bitch is out. Is he officially out for this game, too? Yeah. You just think they're tanking to get some... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're fucked. 100%. I'll go Saints. They're at home. Can't. I always think that uh, the Dome is rocking. And they have no one on offense. Dude, if Kamara, I need Kamara to do something. He's like 50-50, yeah. balls out or nothing. And I just do something. <laughs> yeah, dude, it is brutal. Like I think starting James, him. I think James I, will start this week. God, dude, I traded I traded so much last season to get Kamara and like it just injuries plagued me towards the end of the season where it, it you know, it sucked I had him, and then this year I was like, oh, we got fresh start, but I knew he had probably a suspension coming, and it doesn't look like that will even happen this year. It will probably occur next year. So, man, if he doesn't fucking get it done this year for me, I'm going to be screwed for life because I think I gave up like two first-rounders for that fucking guy. Ugh. Anywho, uh, next game we got here, the Browns um, at the Bills. Oh, and the Bills are going to be firing on – Firing everywhere that they possibly can. Um, and the Browns, you just don't quite know about. Um, I don't think Browns are anything to shake a stick at. So, yeah, Bills by Bills by 17. Bills by 14. I think uh, the Browns can hang with anyone, but I – not coming off of that Bills performance. They're going to be pissed off. Yeah. Yeah, I got a feeling that defense is going to be balling out probably. Uh, next up, we got here the Panthers in Baltimore against the Ravens. Woo! Toughy here. Uh, I'm going to pick the Ravens by 13. Oh, shit. Ravens by 21. The Ravens have the easiest upcoming schedule in the world. Yeah. It is a joke. Let's see here. They got uh, Carolina, Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, 
Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. I mean, they should just go on an absolute tear here. Yeah. Yeah, shit. I mean, between them and the Eagles, uh, we probably is, saw the one and only loss between all of them for the rest of the year. Yeah, this is the chance for Lamar to get back in that MVP race, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Need that guy to shine, too. Fantasy. Not this week. I play him, but next week. <laughs> <laughs> next game, we got the Lions in New York against the Giants. Is this a sneaky good game or trash game, you think? I think it's going to be sneaky good. Yep. I don't know who to pick, though. Um, God, could the Lions get three in a row? In New York. Damn, that's a tough one. Um, I feel like he's going to bite me in the ass. I'll take the Lions by three. I gotta go with Giants. I wanted, I wanted to say Lions. Tell, I've been telling you guys, but I can't. I can't give you the lone wolf at home for a seven and two team. That just doesn't feel <laughs> right. Uh, I know. I don't even know why the fuck I'm picking the Lions. I just think for some reason three in a row sounds good for them. I that want them it. to win. I want them. Everybody to win. loves Dan Campbell. <laughs> I want them to win it, but uh, the Giants always find a way to win these sloppy games. It seems like Detroit always finds a way to lose them. Yep. Uh, but they won on Sunday in a in a tight game, so hopefully they can turn that tide. I want Dan Campbell back next year. That's really what yeah, I'm right. focused on there. He's got to be, man. I he's just. I think he's better for that organization probably than anyone else. I don't know what else everyone's gonna like just automatically turn on. Um, and it's know. not like they click, they just don't execute, you know? It's just they're just not finishing games kind of thing for the most part. I lost yep. I lost Travis entirely, I think. Um, He'll come back. Okay. Um, back. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you caught on a McAfee's show when uh, they traded Hawkinson to the, to the Lions, what he was saying. He's like, no. Dan Campbell, he just feels that he just feels that pain for, for Hawkinson. He's like, man, just get out of here, get out of here man. You deserve better than this, man. Like, get the hell out of here. Go win yourself some football games, man. <laughs> I awesome. I think they got a. I think they like their deep tight end group that they have uh, in Detroit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, Pockets is a stud, and I think yeah. they made a good move for the Vikes. We talked about when they made that trade, but the Lions get, the Lions aren't going to win anyway this year. Uh, they probably they could have resigned them, maybe. But at the end of the day, it uh, was a win-win for both teams. They need picks. They need to keep reloading that defense uh, and get a quarterback other than Goff. I don't think he's a long-term answer. But um, I love Dan. Keep it rolling, him, MCDC. Hopefully yep. rightly. Just got to write the ship, man. Uh Raiders at the Broncos here. Wow, two teams that just want to just keep killing themselves here. First 3 o'clock game, I hope. Oh, thank God the Vikings play at 3 o'clock too. Um, Raiders, yeah, uh, the Broncos. Fucking cripes, man. Two teams I don't give a shit. Um, The Raiders are still 50-50 while the Broncos are just shit all the time. 
but fuck. Uh, <coughs> why is this just as difficult as the last game? Well, the Jeopardy gonna... music. Yeah, right. Yeah, I should get that. I do. I go. That one doesn't quite work no. as well. Um, I will take the Raiders by three. God damn it, Lee. Raiders <laughs> by three. I really want give me those Bron- give me those Broncos. Give me that lone wolf. Oh, oh. I, I said I, I never. I said I never picked the Broncos the rest of the season. But if you guys are gonna give me one at home. They got it. They got to fucking win this, man. Russ is gonna. <laughs> Russ is actually gonna cook a little bit. Hopefully, no, he ain't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pick him up in fantasy so he can so he can fucking get 96 yards and zero touchdowns and three picks when I, <laughs> when I start him. So if I get him in fantasy, you guys are definitely winning. Uh, that's 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 the uh, that's the overwhelming odds. No, oh, I, I went. I went lone wolf with the Lions as well. By the way, gotta play my music. So Elliot. I got two, two so far, boys. Better watch out. Watch the fuck out. Here comes Lee. He's gonna come back right here. Take the lead. What we got enough right here on the next docket here? We got the Cowboys against the Vikings. And just things are clicking, and this is my lock. Vikings by eight. Because it's always one score. Oh, this one's tough, man. I, I just uh, Cowboys are favored by one. Yeah. Why? Don't know. That's, Cowboys. That could I'm be with the Cowboys. Oh. I'm definitely going with the Vikes. Oh God! Oh, Travis got a lone wolf. You guys, what's going to happen here is the Vikings are going to be on that high of highs. And they're going to get fucking dropped back down to reality by the Cowboys. Cowboys are coming off a loss where they're pissed off. They're going to beat the Vikings this weekend come Sunday. We're going to have some. Cowboys don't do shit when they're pissed off. (laughs) Micah Parsons, he's going to be a man in this game, boy. He is. And uh, somebody's going to be picking up them blocks named TJ Hawkinson, baby. Telling you. (laughs) Cowboys. Cowboys by six. Oh, jeez! All right. Oh, get a buzz. Oh, that is. That um, line makes no sense to me. So, excuse me. Uh, next game: Bengals at the Steelers. Oh, Bengals by. Yeah, he back. Bengals by six. Who's taking the next one? You want me to take it? Go ahead. I'm going to do the Bengals by three. <laughs> Give me the fucking Steelers, baby. I knew it. I, knew it. I was like, he's going TJ Watt. Lone Wolf. See that much of a play, huh? The guy's insane, man. They can't block. And get, they're playing the best defensive player in the league. So... We'll see. We'll see. 
at home. Get a little inspiration from last week. Maybe they'll pull off. All right, this takes us into the Sunday night game. Once again, the Chiefs at the Chargers. I almost said Raiders. Uh, the Chargers, Sunday night football. Chargers at home don't mean shit. Can't take, give me, uh, give me Kansas City. I damn. Give me the MVP in that best team in the league. Give me the Chiefs. By a touchdown. Ooh. Chiefs by... I'll go 10, too. Nice. I don't think that... that uh, They want to build this up as a game. It ain't. No. And that takes us into our fun, our fun day, Monday night game. 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals here. And, of course, of course... We're going to pick San Francisco here, and we're going to pick San Francisco by 10. Yeah, give me San Fran by 12. Give me San Fran as my lock of the week because they going to win by, mm, let's say, 14. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Travis, who you got for a lock? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mm. Josh's lock of the week. I almost forgot. God, I always forget. <laughs> I'm going to go um, Bills as my lock of the week. Yeah, it's Bills. <laughs> they're, they're just, you know, they're coming off. The I got... <laughs> yeah. I lost my lock of the week. Travis's lock of the week. I'd probably go Ravens. What's up? None. I'd probably go Ravens. Go Ravens. Sheesh. Yeah, that's like that's too easy. That's like the biggest lock of the week, I think. Feeling candy from a baby. Yep. Man. I don't wanna do what I was gonna do. Take the lions as your lock. (laughs) (laughs) I don't uh I don't love a lot of these games other than, you know, the Ravens Panthers game, but you know I'm going Chargers Chiefs, Chiefs lock of the week. All right. Yep. As much as I like the Chargers and old Herbie Herb, uh, just not their year. I don't think they stand a chance this year. Sorry about it. All right, boys. Um, man, I got a lot of editing to do with three different fucking video clips to do, but hey, all part of the game. Um, trial and error. This is gonna happen over and over again. But, yes, uh, the Great Iron Gang has completed our Week 11 picks for the National Football League. Uh, once again, it is always great to have you guys. Uh, we're going to do something a little different here, starting now through all the timeouts, is we are going to be giving away merch every episode here. Uh, well, one a week, I should say, because I have another announcement coming after this. Um, once a week. So this one, we're going to have the post for the podcast. You just got to gotta like it, and you got to share it. Um, it's going to be through Twitter. Um, Instagram's too fucking hard to figure that out, how to, how to get that to all work and get it all, uh, legit. So yeah, through Twitter, uh, you just got to follow repost. Uh, we'll have a hashtag for you that we'll post, uh, in it so we can easily track everybody that does it. And yeah, we'll be giving away a shirt, um, every episode from here on out. Second new bit of news is we got a special world cup show 
coming for you manana tomorrow. We're going to do a little World Cup preview. We're going to have Jake Barber from the Bunker Boys podcast. He's going to rejoin, talk a little uh, World Cup footy uh, alongside with Seth Helela, uh, who has been on an episode way, way back in the day, like episode four, I think, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> long, long time. First time, long time um, for that guy. No cap. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. We're going to do a preview there. What's that? What did you say? Obviously, it's not coming in good. I said original cast member. <laughs> original cast member, yes. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited for it. I don't know a lot about soccer. Um, I talk a little bit uh, to those guys occasionally about it, but those guys are the most knowledgeable ones that I know uh, about soccer. Follow the Premier League religiously, um, specifically Liverpool. So, yeah, I think, I think that's going to be a fun one for you. We're just going to do the preview, I think, for now. We might do a World Cup wrap or maybe like a final wrap uh, episode as well, but that will be announced at the time. So, yeah, give us a like and a follow, rate and review, um, share, do all that jazz. It is much appreciated and much needed for this. And uh, like I said, this is the last I heard. Peace. I think this stopped.